So when we see uh, romantic couples, uh, there are all sorts of different stages and phases of romantic relationships, which is intensely boring. Uh, but, um, but it starts off and it's all like this kind of gooey-eyed stage at the beginning where the other person has simply no flaws at all and they're great and they're wonderful and they're marvellous and uh, there's just such a great desire to spend all your day, all your time with them and great. Uh, then hopefully uh, there's a, a, a deeper phase, a more kind of realistic long-term phase after that where you begin to see also the person's defects, the person's limitations uh, and yet you still love them because... You know, there's, there's, you, you, love isn't dependent on the other person's perfection. Uh, love is a decision that, that we make to love, a, to, to love the other despite their limitations and, and, and their, their imperfections. Okay, so, and then hopefully again that, that, that relationship develops then into something more solid and dependable and less flighty and uh, less uh, susceptible to just whims and turns of emotion. Oh, I love you today, tomorrow, who knows. Uh, like hopefully that kind of stage passes and then eventually there's something, as I say, more, more solid, more, more, more deeply rooted. Uh, which hopefully then would lead to various proposals and marriage. Uh, and that obviously, which then is sealed before God as uh, a life-giving, love-giving relationship blessed by him, ordered towards the, the unity of the couple and, 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 and procreation, obviously. Okay, so that's the, the general idea of how, how loving relationships should take place. But there's one kind of concept in there which uh, I'd just like to look into a little today, which is in, in a loving relationship, in a loving relationship, one should be able to say, or in, a, in marriage, let's just let's keep, maybe keep it a bit simpler because these days loving relationship can mean anything. So in marriage... Uh, in marriage, one should be able to say and one should hear from the other, I give myself to you. Right, this is kind of, this is uh, like an, an, an essential element to, to authentic love. I, I, it's, it's, authentic love is an act of self-gift. I give myself to you. Okay. Everything starts to go skew ways in marriage, or even, even indeed in, in normal relationships, if that element is not present. So if a couple get married and enjoy each other's company and look good together in the front of various magazines or the Tipperary Star, or whatever it may be, the, the local paper, and they look great together, uh-huh, uh, that's really nice. But that relationship, chances are, will not last. Because it will last as long as the other person is useful to you for the furthering of your Instagram posts. And then when that period passes, then you don't need them anymore. Uh, so that's, that's a very bad sign. Okay. I, was talking, I, was heard, I heard a priest talk recently uh, about his, his own faith journey. And he was describing how within himself he saw that in his teenage years, in his young adulthood, he was a good guy. As in, like, he didn't do anything wrong, he never went off the rails completely, he never was a drug addict or never um, did anything absolutely scandalous, never got arrested. He was good. But, deep down, he knew that he was called to more. And this, this phrase, this, 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 
statement came to mind, which I, I just think is very r- revealing. He said, Lord, I'm, I'm good, but do I have to be yours? You know, like toying, toying with the idea of priesthood. He said, like, I'm living a good life. It's good, like, it's fine. I go to Mass every week and, you know, nothing really untoward happening in my life. So I'm, I'm good. But do I have to be yours? Now, this can also happen even after ordination. This can also happen within marriage, where, where within marriage, you're, you've married the other person, you're living in the same house, you either both working or one working, and the bills are being paid, and everything is moving forward. But if that kind of desire to be the others, as in to belong to the other, if that starts to, to fade, or if, if a fear enters uh, that stops us from giving ourselves, or if the other person has broken our trust and therefore makes it very difficult for us to, get to, uh, to give ourselves, to give our hearts to the other, then maybe we'll kind of pull back and say, yeah, it's, it's enough to be good. It's just enough to be good. Tick the box of, you know, haven't done anything wrong as opposed to living a loving relationship. This, we spoke about this a couple of weeks back where, where um, a lady who came on retreat here asked, uh, was it really necessary? What did I do that would warrant Jesus dying on the cross? I mean, I haven't done anything so bad. I mean, I haven't killed anyone, was never unfaithful to my husband, uh, go to Mass regularly enough. It's grand, I just don't really need this. The cross like, wasn't, wasn't for me, did I? I mean, I, I obey all the commandments. And then I thought it was just very interesting to look at it, rather than I didn't do anything wrong, look at it from maybe a much more positive perspective. Did you use every opportunity for good? The gifts that you have, the money that you have, the, what do they call it, time, treasure and talents. Uh, do we use our time, our treasure and our talents for, for God? Or do we basically use everything to serve me? So I haven't done anything terribly wrong, I just live for myself. Which doesn't look bad on the outside, but everything we've been given, our time, our treasure, our talents, isn't given to us for us. It's given to us for the others, given to us to serve, that we learn how to receive everything from God and then give everything back. Give everything back. So it's not enough just to be good. And this is, you know, just to, to, to kind of carry on a little from, from yesterday, this whole modern wokeism and all of that. Um, in the contemporary mentality, you identify a few issues, you hone in on them, uh, which may be issues that, that, that are important. As I say, like the environment is an important issue. Absolutely. Is it, a prior- is it our number one priority? No. Is it, is it a priority? Yes. I mean, it is important that we take care of what God has given to us. Absolutely. Or, you know, racism. We're all against racism. We are all against racism. We are. It's, it's, this, is, this is an evil. This is like to see people as, in, to see a, human, a fellow human being loved by God as inferior or even not so long ago as someone I could own. I mean, that, that is scandalous. It's, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. And it continues in a way through uh, human trafficking today. So are we against this? Absolutely. We are. So, uh, you know, inequality. Again, this is a complicated issue, which I haven't time to go into now. But, I mean, equal pay for equal work, absolutely. We're in favour of that. That's, there is no... We don't, we're not against any, any of these ideas at all. But the problem is, in order to appease our, our consciences, uh, 
we say, because I'm anti-racism, I'm a good person. Or because I'm anti-slavery, I'm a good person. Or because, you know, which, yes, this is a good issue. It's a good thing to fight for, absolutely. But there's everything else in your life to look at. Just because we're, we, we, we have one box ticked doesn't mean everything is good. Lord, I am good, but do I have to be yours? There's a world of a difference, a world of a difference from just going to Mass on Sundays or actually belonging to the Lord. That's it's like, it's, it's, they're worlds apart. Because it's very, very easy. And it's like it, the, in our own country here in Ireland, like we've, we've seen the, the, the negative consequences of what can happen when people just tick the box but don't belong to the Lord. I mean, you can go to Mass every Sunday, you can go to Mass every day and still be a right wagon right you really can you can you can spend your time sitting in the church there going look at bridie at the front there now after getting a new dress where'd she get that money she didn't come from a family like that now at all she's notions now by the way if you're not irish notions mean the person has notions of greatness they think themselves better than they actually are right and you can just sit there and slate the person body of christ amen do you know and you're receiving and it's all all looks perfect exteriorly and here comes oh here comes the priest father kelly oh jeepers father kelly bless us right and just spend the whole mass sitting there going would he finish would he ever finish up would he ever finish up amen do you know and it, it all looks perfect but inside there's anger and pride and corruption and jealousy and bitterness and briars and brambles and thistles and athlete's foot you know it's just it's just inside you're just corrupt but exteriorly everything is good everything is good lord i am good do i have to be yours do i have to be yours and it's 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 a question that I, I think is, is, is posed to us all because our faith calls us to so much more than just box ticking, than just commandment obeying, than just not being bad. That's not enough. It's not enough not to be bad. And I've used this example before, but it's the same in marriage. You can't say you're a good husband because I'm, I've never tried to kill my wife, not even once. Do you know, and you pat yourself on the back for not committing murder. Yeah, okay, good. Don't commit murder. We're not advocating for murder. But you're called to an awful lot more than just not trying to kill her. You know, have you, do you give yourself to her? Do you serve her? Otherwise, you haven't understood love. And you haven't understood marriage. And you haven't understood the, 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 the vocation of husband or the vocation of wife. You haven't understood the heart of God at all. God loves so much, he empties himself. That's the cross. This self-emptying out of love. Lord, I'm good. Do I have to be yours? Only you can answer that question. But I think it's important to hear the question. You know, that's actually, that's actually what we're called to. That's the standard. Not just to be good. Not just to tick a couple of boxes and then be fairly proud of those. And because of that, I'm a good person because I recycle. Good, please do recycle. Doesn't make you a good person. There's a lot more to it than that. So we ask the Lord today to continue to form our hearts. And without 
this isn't about beating ourselves up at all. It's about recognizing that, thank God, we're called to more. Thank God there, there are further steps on this journey. Thank God there's more to do. Great. Good. Let's get excited for what the Lord is actually going to do in us, for what the Lord wants to heal in us, for the, 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 the growths and the, the cancerous tumors in our soul that the Lord wants to cut out. Go for it, Lord. Go for it. Because they're holding me back. They're killing me. Prune me. I'm actually looking forward to being free. I'm looking forward to being healed. I'm looking forward to loving as I am called to love. I'm looking forward to not just being good. I'm looking forward, Lord, to being yours. Amen. The following is a special appeal by Father Patrick Cahill. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on YouTube or whatever podcast media you're listening to us on. Uh, it's a great privilege to be able to serve you all in this way. Uh, if I could ask you please to pray for us here in Holy Family Mission. We're heading into our eighth year of uh, faith formation for the young people who are attending here. And it's a great gift and privilege to be able to work here. But we would ask if you would pray for us and pray for all of our intentions here as well that we can continue this work. And if you feel the Lord is in any way calling you or asking you to support us financially, we would greatly appreciate that too. So if you go onto our website, holyfamilymission.ie, there's a donate button there, and we'd greatly appreciate uh, your donations so that we can keep this work going. Uh, It does, unfortunately, cost uh, a bit to run this place, so uh, we greatly rely on our benefactors. And, of course, we pray for all of our benefactors' needs, especially on Wednesday, the day traditionally dedicated to St. Joseph, the father of all providence so thank you so much uh, in advance for your prayerful support and also for those who are able to uh, uh, assist us financially we are immensely grateful god bless you